But when it comes to getting right and getting ready, um, get yourself a licensed clinician. Get yourself somebody who's dedicated to the field, in the field, engrossed in the field, is doing research, is and is embodied. I'm going to talk to you later. <laughs> this is Blair Durham with Black Wall Street Today, your media hub for all things black entrepreneurship, politics, news, and events in Hampton Roads and beyond. Um, hey, would you like to be a guest on Black Wall Street Today with Blair Durham? Um, the link is in the show notes. Um, and now, here's your host, Blair Durham. Greetings, greetings, Stay greetings. Locked in. Welcome, welcome back. It's the 125th edition of Black Wall Street Today with Blair Durham. Excited now to share with Dr. Camille Jones. She is a recognized psychotherapist in the Washington, D.C. metropolitan area. Dr. Jones earned her doctoral degree from the University of Southern California, where she focused on family dynamics and trends with a special emphasis in divorce trauma on school-aged youth. This author and organizational behavior scientist oversees a flagship federal occupational health and work-life balance program where she's become a standout corporate cultural transformation advisor and advocate for wellness in the workplace via employee assistance programming. Dr. Jones is also a celebrated private practitioner for couples hosting relationship restoration retreats and family building, family rebuilding, excuse me, symposiums. Lastly, she works as a parent coordinator and custody evaluator in partnership with Washington, D.C and the state of Maryland court systems. Welcome to the show. Dr. Jones, how are you? Doing well, doing well. Good day, good day, good day, good people. How is everybody doing on this fine Wednesday afternoon? It is an amazing day indeed. First of all, I want to commend you on your work in terms of mental health. I started my career in the mental health space um, and just, wow, what a huge need and a growing need. Um, I'm absolutely, sure. absolutely, absolutely. If, if there ever was meaning to the saying for such a time as this, the platform for mental health awareness and, uh, wellness and awareness is imploding. And I just want to encourage our community to jump in with us. Um, that right now, there's just so much going on just from just turning on the television. I tell everybody, like, the worst show on TV right now is the news. Um, just, just the fabric of everything that we take in internally, we have to realize that it's going somewhere. Even if we try to park it in places that we never revisit, it's going somewhere. And then when it comes out, it shows in our relationships. It shows in our engagement with other people. It shows in our reactions to our children. It shows in our behavior on social media platforms. And so mental health wellness is a resource tool. I know there's the stigma that goes along with it. Uh, you know, to ask for help is a form of weakness, but to ask for help right now in the state and day in which you're living is called being responsible. And to get out and get it is even better. Um, I can't I can't afford it more. And I appreciate you guys for being able to have the conversation. That's another thing we've been remiss on doing, having the conversation. Seriously, you know, a couple of things came to mind. I was just thinking about how, you know, we pride ourselves on knowledge in a lot of cases. You know, knowledge is power and no one wants to be without the information. But I saw a quip recently and it was a picture of a child and the child was smiling and the brain inside the child's head was tiny. And it moved over to a picture of an adult with a huge brain who couldn't do anything but 
you know, frown. Uh, he's overwhelmed by all of the information that he takes in and the impact to his mental health is obviously very significant. Certainly, I'm an advocate of education, but I think that um, that need, you know, that's propelled by the way our media systems work, it definitely drives things in a, in a negative direction, as you just alluded to. Well, we've got it all coming at this point. We've got environmental systematic racism. We've got education systematic um, racism going on. We've got every pillar of um, of existence right now is having some connection with mental health and wellness and some play on how we respond and react. Um, I was having a conversation via Twitter, the way you have those conversations via Twitter. And one of the things we're trying to do better is um, encourage representation. Um, March is match month. For those of you guys who don't know what that is, that's where medical students become matched. They gain jobs, a residency and employment in the in healthcare and facilities and, um, and in the field. And it was just so enlight enlightening and empowering and encouraging to see how many of us, when I say us, I mean minorities, that's women, that's um, all those that we're not used to seeing in those roles were being matched and represented. And there was just this trademark of representation matters. Um, and it just piggybacked on this vision I had last year um, that I created called Clinician Fest. And it's this platform where I'm working to bring together all mental health and wellness clinician, clinicians and practitioners that work for the improvement of well-being. And that's from psychologists, social workers, medical doctors, nutritionists, yoga specialists. I even got a couple of farmers that need to be present. And we're hosting this platform May 6th through 7th. It's a virtual conference because you know we're doing it all virtually. But it's to bring this collective together as a gathering spot on one centralized platform so we discuss and plan for the way forward. And the goal is to bring about tangible benefits. Like we gotta stop just having conversations and gotta start putting some, some action behind our feet. And when I say that, that means we gotta get moving. When you spoke about that child, right now, if you think about everything that our children are taking in, whether it be in the formation of virtual school, whether it be in the formation of limited social interaction, whether it be in standing in homes where domestic violence is present, where it be, where, whether it be being existing in locations and community where nutrition is not accessible, where infrastructure is not accessible. All of that is taking place during their most delicate developmental stages. There is going to need to be an army of practitioners and clinicians available to champion the charge of mental health and wellness change. And we got to do that. And I would be remiss if I didn't say, y'all can't be doing this with influencers on the, on the, on the internet, okay? Influencers are not necessarily credentialed or ready to help you change your life. They may drop some motivational tidbits, but when it comes to getting right and getting ready, buy authentic. Get yourself a licensed clinician, Get yourself somebody who's dedicated to the field, in the field, engrossed in the field, is doing research is, and is embodied to help you be your best possible self. Um, Blair, I say that to say like, I love that synopsis of that small brain of the child and that big brain of the adult. And I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing with some of the presentations that have been going on with some of our adults. But I do know that there's a necessity of wellness. 
And I'm hoping that I'm just one of many that's going to be stepping up to help answer that call. Yeah, beautiful platform too with the with the Clinician Fest. Um, our organization pivoted recently to do a three day virtual conference, and like you, you know, the focus on on those tangible outcomes. I certainly hope those in our network, those that are listening. Occupy that space will we'll register. The information is available at clinicianfest.com. Clinicianfest.com, right? Yep. Um, www.clinicianfest.com. You can go get all the information. And I want you guys to see the lineup of our presenters. And I want you to look at how many of them look like you and look like me. And that is intentional. We are moving with intention and purpose because we know that our best caregivers will be those that emerge from our communities. That does not mean that others are not welcome. We, the door is completely opened, but we know there is a direct need in a direct community. And that is what I'm standing with and standing for. And I, I invite you all. And I am on all social media platforms. I am Mrs. Doc Jones. That's MRS DOC Jones. Catch me on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. I've reserved for like my personal life with my kids. So if you're ready to hear what's going on with the trials and tribulations of trying to potty train toddlers, join me on Facebook. I'm Camille Adams Jones there. But please on Instagram and um, Twitter, I'm Mrs. Doc Jones, MRS DOC J O N E S. And I do work to, um, throw some tidbits out there to just uplift and motivate. Um, I do, I'm, I'm, I'm a very transparent clinician um, and I work through a platform of humor. Like not all things we should be sad and down and suffering from. Some things if we just repeat them to ourselves, we can see our wrongdoings and we can do better. Um, and I, every clinician has a platform and I, I encourage you guys to connect with two or three social workers. And for organizations, I know the big fight right now is diversity, equity and inclusion. Don't fake the funk. If you come in, come in all the way with it. You can't do diversity, inclusion, and equity in a one-hour lunch and learn, brown bag luncheon. Definitely not. Definitely not. And diversity is not hiring one woman, okay? No, it's not. Give out seats at the table and make sure that those seats at the table are sitting from a position of influence and power. And for those of you who are all sitting at the table, be responsible with your position. Be proactive with your position. Be inclusive with your position. And, and, and then I say that in saying, if you have a platform, if you have the momentum and the place to instill and motivate change, bring three or four friends with you. Don't do it alone. I tell everybody, collaborate, build, repeat. All right? Take, take, collect, connect with people who don't think the way you do. Get some diverse viewpoints in the conversation. That's how we stand still, when we're only circled around those who say and think the same things that we do. Like, get yourself a friend that, that's on the complete opposite of the spectrum of how you think and just have engaging dialogue. You never know what you can learn from the, yep, there's some people out there you gotta be like, yep, not you, okay? <laughs> not you, not today. Okay, but there's some out there. Right? Yeah, yes, exactly. Always, always consider the source. Always, always consider the source. Now, um, and then get some generational depth in your um, in your conversations. Don't discount these baby boomers. Look at Dion Ward. She rocking Twitter right now. She rocking Twitter. Okay, get you one of those tech savvy Gen Zs that can teach you how to rock it out on TikTok to display your message. 
get with these gener- these millennials, like get a, get a collaborative stepping, a stair step in your network. And let that also be your friend group. Brunch should be a diverse, dynamic opportunity of engagement. Invite everybody to the table. I agree wholeheartedly. All right, look, I only cut you off because I want to ask you about these relationship restoration retreats and these family rebuilding symposiums. Like, where so do we information? Family, family, family is the fabric of the future. And families um, are growing to look differently. But different doesn't mean, need to mean dysfunction. Um, I do these couples retreats. I started working a lot with D.C. County, D.C. courts and Maryland courts, doing a great deal of mediation and custody evaluations when couples were on um, in that phase of divorce. And I started having these sessions and there was just so much that was coming out. And it was just all the best I can describe it is residue, residue from the relationship that could have been easily cleared up with communication. And, and so I started changing my approach. You know, I know they're there for mediation, but I introduced, I said, guys, by trade, I'm a psychotherapist, I'm a social worker by net, but um, it's in my blood. So you're gonna get that mediation piece and you're gonna get a little added extra therapeutic process. Don't worry, that's not on the bill. And I started asking the question of, tell me about the first day you knew you loved each other. When you disarm someone, and oh, they can just you went John Gottman on them, okay? You gotta because they because when you in divorce battle, you ready? I need the house, the kids, the car, only and, and your last name. I'm keeping that too, okay? Um, and then other people are just like, no, 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 just take whatever you want. I'm just done. You can have it. But when you are fighting with such power and force, there's something there that's keeping you guys connected. So when I ask these questions and just couples disarm, like that divorce battle comes down. They just, you know, they start talking. And then he was like, you know, I, he'll say, I saw her from across the room. And she'll say, you know, it wasn't it wasn't an expected love that showed up. But in my darkest day, he was there to pull me out of, you know, everything I was going through. And then, you know, then she said, we just started, I'm like, so tell me the day you thought things went wrong. And she'll be like, you know, he, he stopped looking at me. And then he'll say, she stopped seeing me. So y'all are both saying the same thing, but just nobody ever put you in a room to have a collective conversation. And here you are, 30,000 deep in divorce fees. You just met this mediator slash custody evaluator, parent coordinator, and we're reconciling. So I just took that branch and I wanted to get the folks before they got to the courts. And I started hosting these restoration couple retreats where it's just me, and you, me, you and, you know, I get together at a minute, maximum of 12, 12 couples. We're very intentional on how that looks um, and who gets to come because we want to make sure it's, it's healthy engagement. And we just disconnect you from everything you have going on. And we wash you down in wellness, in conversation, engagement, and remembrance. And the goal is that after this 72-hour encounter with us, that you're better people. You're better parents and you're better partners. And it's a secret society. You don't find, you don't see it advertised anywhere. People just find us and then you get an invitation and you show up. It's been on the, you know, the back burner right now with COVID, but wellness is responsible in relationships. Now more than ever. Mm-hmm. But then, you know, there's some people like Camille, if I stay in this marriage, somebody, I'm going to smother her in her sleep. <laughs> she was like, I'm a runaway. I got to get out of here. I'm like, okay. Perhaps y'all could be better as co-parents than lovers. And so we get to that stage. And so I wrote this book. It's called The Divorce Land of Sam. Sam has two of everythings now. It's actually coming out um, at the end of May. And it's about helping your child 
navigate divorce. And it's about helping them understand that because mommy and daddy broke up, we all don't have to break up. All right. It's also about excluding those backside noises and a child just embracing, like, I'm going to have Halloween with mommy and daddy. I'm going to have Christmas with mommy and daddy. I'm going to have Thanksgiving with mommy and daddy. My birthday, two celebrations, but we're going to come together as one as well. So um, it's important. Like, and if you think about things that are needed in our society, family is one. And so I'm trying to capitalize at the, at the starting point rather than getting everybody at the end point and being reactive. I want to try to be as proactive as I can with preserving the the concept of marriage. I got uh, 13 years in. Uh, that's, where is that's this handsome devil here. Uh, are there times when I'm just like, you know, let me get a black garbage bag, put all this stuff in it and, and call it a day? Yeah, but then I'd be like, we got three kids. I got to help me raise these kids. Come on, brother, come on back. Let's make up. Let's make up. I love you. I'm sorry. You know, so, and then I think about our kids and how much they watch us. So we intentionally dance in front of our kids. We intentionally water fight in front of our kids. We intentionally chase each other around the house in front of our kids. We we intentionally make decisions in front of our kids. We intentionally have financial and fiscal responsibility in front of our kids. Most recently, we had to intentionally have have the conversation of loss in front of our kids. And my kids are two, four, and nine. And we're having those conversations because we want them to be able to carry on if and when something should ever happen to us. And that all brings me back to the point of just being in a place of wellness and knowing your responsibility as parents. Now, we we got that that nine-year-old, she a little rough. <laughs> she a little rough. That was our first one. So we were out buying every color of boot you can imagine. She was in everything, this, that, and all those kind of things. The two younger ones, they're getting the back into mom and dad. <laughs> But it's important to just be present parents. And I I pray our marriage never dissolves. But if it does, I want us to be able to be responsible stewards of standing up the best up and coming generation of leaders that we can, at least coming out of this Jones household. I love mm-hmm. it. <laughs> I love sometimes, it. sometimes, but don't now listen now. It ain't all fa- Facebook fairy tales now. We be in here like, listen, no, I get it. Let's no, I get it. I get all of it. I've been married for six years. I got three babies. You know, I get it. I get yes. it. Yes. All right, but hanging there. That's this other thing. Nothing else is out there. Working that marriage. Oh my God. Everybody out here is wearing either your your cosmetics, your clothes. They got three different things they want to do for the day. Just work with what you have if it's healthy and stable for you. If it's nutritious for your spirit, work to fight for it. If it's a mess, you knew that what it was when you got in it. So figure it out. Figure it out. Don't hurt these babies. Don't hurt these babies. (laughs) Look, ma'am, I'm going to talk to you later. No, this anytime, is- anytime. Catch me at Mrs. Doc Jones, M-R-S-D-O-C-J-O-N-E-S on Facebook and Twitter. And I hope to see all of my mental health and wellness practitioners at Clinician Fest. You can follow Clinician Fest as well at Clinician Fest. That's the clinician, the C and F of Capital. Catch us at www.clinicianfest.com.
Wonderful. We are all the way out of time, but this has been so dynamic. A huge thank you uh, to our first guest, Anthony Clint with Clint Productions. You can get information about the wonderful music he produces at clintproductions.com. Thank you to Apex Financial Group of Virginia, always providing relevant financial literacy for our population. And to Dr. Camille Adams-Jones, who just brought it, brought it, brought it, and brought it. (laughs) Mrs. Doc Jones on Instagram get more information about the upcoming conference that's May 6th and 7th at clinicianfest.com so excited about the work that you are doing to empower professionals and families and oh I'm just excited um, and thank you all for tuning in to Black Wall Street today where we're building minds we're building connections we're forging the path ahead toward business success in the Black community join us next week a triple threat Star Armstrong with Clever Communities in Action Rita Cohen with Tidewater African Culture Alliance, as well as Stephanie Howard with Communities in Power. We'll be talking all things racial equity. I also want to remind you about our upcoming real estate conference. It's HR RealCon 21, our fifth annual real estate readiness event. We are so excited. We've expanded the event to comprise two days this year. So I will kick off on Friday evening, April 30th, with a segment from Danita Hayes of Victory Allegiance Realty and Wall Street Cafe. She's also the founder of a new movement, Women Flip Houses Too. She's one of the most successful real estate brokers in the Hampton Roads region. Uh, This new movement is all about, of course, empowering women with the tools and information that they need in order to achieve success in real estate. We'll also also have on Friday evening a piece on wholesaling for dummies and this segment is hosted by none other than Seiko Varner, the founder and CEO of Positive Vibes Incorporated. He'll be bringing some other wholesalers to the table, talking through certain aspects of private money uh, lending. He's one of the most recognizable faces in Hampton Roads easily. And so I certainly want to invite you to participate in the Friday session as well as the Saturday session. So Saturday morning, come back for a mini first time home buyers course sponsored by Virginia Housing Community Development Corporation and James Taylor. During this mini course, we'll learn about available grants to lower closing costs. We'll talk about how to shop for a realtor and we'll look at what the market is doing now. We also have a buy the block segment with Clarence Harris, a building a successful real estate business with Kit Lockett. Another segment with Seiko Varner focused on again, the private money lending piece. And we'll conclude with a real estate roundtable. We'll bring all the professionals together uh, and get some closing thoughts, no pun intended. Final tips. It'll be a brief discussion on how to get started in real estate right now. This event is also free and open to the public. This event is also virtual and accessible from wherever you are. And this event can be uh, registered for by visiting our website blackbrand.biz B-L-A-C-K-B-R-A-N-D.B-I-Z Hey, this is Seiko, DJ Seiko Varner, but you also know me as your favorite private money broker. So make sure you sign up for HR RealCon 2021. You definitely want to check out the workshops that I'm doing. Wholesaling and private money. Yes. Make sure you register for HR RealCon today. 
again, a free event. You can register blackbrand.biz. Stay This show was brought to you by the consulting services of Positive Vibes Incorporated. We do debt restructuring, we help with credit repair, and we put money into the pockets of real estate investors. If you're a real estate investor, get in contact with us. If you need debt restructuring or credit repair, get in contact with us. 757 932-0177-757-932-0177. Phenomenal. Stay with us online at Black Wall Street Today on Facebook and Black Wall Street Today on Instagram. And then follow us on Twitter as well at BWS Today. We look forward to talking again next week. Have a wonderful week. I have said and I will continue to say that the most important priority for the black community is the black community, not a particular political party. Hey yo, when I say black, you say Wall Street.